As a strong, independent mother, there is nothing that will get in the way of your child's safety. Soberlink understands the importance of peace of mind when it comes to co-parenting after a divorce. Using the highest quality technology and with features like facial recognition and real-time results, moms like you are empowered with proof that your child is safe. Navigating life post-divorce can be difficult, and having a tool like Soberlink allows for one less thing to stress about. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create this resource, Tips for Single Moms Returning to Work. To access the guide, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash MMO. This week on Moms Moving On. I needed to feel better and there were things that needed to be done and it was uh you you don't really do that during chemo treatment but when it becomes really apparent that there needs to be a shift and i was very proud of myself it was the hardest thing i had ever done with a young little one five years old six years old Mm -hmm. but i knew my life depended on me taking really good care of myself Mm-hmm. so that I could be really, really there and present for my daughter. We can't compare our lives to those people. So when we're, we are everyday people, our boobs are engorged, our hips are wider, our tummy is the way it is. My God, that's a part of the process as it should be. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back, everybody, to another Moms Moving On. I'm so happy you're here. I had a total fangirl moment because we have on a guest who I, in the 90s, looked at as a goddess and still do for the work she's doing now. We're talking to Emmy, the first model and advocate at the forefront for size inclusivity in the fashion and beauty industries. In addition to gracing the pages of countless fashion magazines, she also spoke before a congressional subcommittee in Washington, D.C. to increase public awareness of the dangers of eating disorders. Way before most people had ever heard of body positivity, Emmy was the model in the 90s who we looked at as ourselves. She was not the Kate Moss, the unattainable waif looking woman who (laughs) made us scared of our bodies. She was the girl we all wanted to be and worshiped. And now she's on our podcast. Emmy, I'm so happy to have you here today. Michelle, it's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm like (laughs) geeking out. You know, I remember in the nineties, we would get the Victoria's Secret fashion catalogs and I would just look at them and think, what, like, that was not me. I was prepubescent. I was chubby by all intents and purposes. I was not ever going to be that girl in the magazine. And here you came and you said, it's okay to look how you look and to embrace it and to love it. And you always radiated that this light that I knew you believed in that message. And so I, I love you for that. It meant Mm -hmm. a lot to us girls. Oh, you're so sweet. And now you're here. And, and I'm so happy you're here. So I don't know. I don't know what other intro to give you. Emmy, please tell us where you are now and what you're doing and why you're so special to the world. 
Oh, Michelle, my gosh, I need to tape this part of what you just said and <laughs> put it next to my bedroom and, and hit it. Michelle's little morning message. That was such a sweet introduction. Thank you so, so well, much. Well, sometimes you don't realize the impact you're having on other people who are mm. truly suffering. And it's always nice to hear it. I mean, I, I get messages like that all the time. And to have, God, why am I crying? To have suffered with, with body image issues as a result of being a teen and, and all this influx in the media, it, it was really, it was really healthy for me to have you as a role model. Mm, thank you. It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. It is really, really difficult. Um, well, isn't this wonderful that we get to talk about these things and ways out of feeling this way, um, educating ourselves, understanding the why, so that we can sharpen our tool and become goddesses. <laughs> I mean, taking up our space beautifully in wherever we are, whether it's in our own life, within our own world, or stepping outside of our front door and in a conference room around a conference room table. Finding our power and our strength starts with us. It, it is absolutely not something we're going to get on the outside. Right. No way. No <laughs> way, Jose. It's an inside job. Most, most important inside job that um, we could ever do. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of problems happen when we're constantly, I'm giving you such a virtual hug right now. We have all been in this situation just trying to figure out how we fit in. And and even at every turn, when we have family members commenting on ourselves, when we have friends or men, women, or they all, everyone is either feeling pain about something and they want to get it off their backs. And sometimes the low blow, especially about the body that encases our beautiful souls, is put to the test where it gets stretched you wonder where your own self-esteem is. Where are you when yeah. somebody tears you apart? So um, the the one most important part of what I speak about now more often <laughs> than ever, and here it is 30 years later, Michelle, I've been, you've been hearing what I've been saying for a long time. It's the same messaging back here we are 2021. And boy, do we need all of our sisters, our guy friends, um, all, all hands on deck, parents, kids, everybody to say, wait, stop. Is it true that I should be feeling so poorly about myself? Yeah. Why? Ask yeah. why. And the, the, the point that I wanted to say, the most important part of this is slowing down the role in life to get all busy and with people that you might want it not to hang with or being in front of messaging, whether it's on a device or a TV, just to fill our heads and push that stuff away sometimes so that you can understand the rhythm yeah. and the, the tempo of your heartbeat. Mm -hmm. um, taking a walk in nature and get connected to something much bigger than ourselves. And you're down in Miami. So, yes. and for anybody else is that, you know, that's listening today, you get to walk on the beach. Ooh, I get goosebumps. Get to walk on the beach, step-by-step step, feeling the magnificence of your presence on that beach. Going I can't tell you how much I don't do that. So this is like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to listen. <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's the intentional 
right as a human being in this earth. We're talking reverse quantum, okay? So we can go out there where it's really a big concept, but we're getting it really slow, very basic connective tissue to feet terra firma, mind terra firma in our soul, in our bodies, and, and asking ourselves, what makes me happy? Mm-hmm. What feels good on my skin? So I, I've been going down this journey recently, at having had cancer uh, years ago. We were briefly talking about that before. I started saying, well, what, you know, I have a daughter. What statement am I going to be making for my home, for her and for me, especially having had cancer? Right. Um, I started using only clean, certified clean beauty products and skincare and makeup. To tell you how hard it was, but that's a part of my self-esteem and my body image of, well, if I want to live really well in a holistic way, what does that take? Does it take taking my body out like taking a dog out that needs exercise and not saying our, our bodies are like dogs, but it's the mindset. I, would you keep your dog inside for a week without moving whatsoever? <laughs> no, I'd go I know. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's funny, right? <laughs> you know, we have to break it all up without guilt and shame. So taking our bodies out, hopefully once a day. And listen, when I don't do that, I am not the happiest person, but I'm not doing it for calorie burn. I'm not doing for, you know, the muscles that I might get. I'm doing it for my head. I'm doing it for my soul. It's soulful movement. And I'm not, no, no longer am I doing it, you know, 25 miles in X amount of time, you know, I am joyfully going on daylight, day long bike rides with stops here and there and putting in the miles in a different way on the weekends. It's, It's changing the way we see our bodies and how it fits into our life. Instead of looking at our body and saying, you're going to betray me. You're going to be doing this. You're going to be that. I'm going to control you. Mm-hmm. Oh no, man! Throw that out the window. Yes, yes. No and there's longer. no, there is no better time to learn that than when you've had an illness, and also when you get divorced as a woman, because hmm. you know statistics will say ch- children of divorce may have higher rates of anxiety, right? I know that to be the case for myself and for my own child. And for a lot of girls, when they feel anxious, where do they turn? To their bodies to try and control and try and um, restrict and try to gain this sense of power over something. And then you've also been through illness. And so now your daughter has watched you in both regards. and, And she's so blessed to have a mom with a mindset like you. But I truly feel as as single mothers, it's not about anymore how we look, how we present to the world. It's really our role within our four walls and and taking care of our children and how well we need to be to do that. So how were you able to, I don't know, talk about that shift in gratitude we need to have as single moms? Wow. You know, when you go through a divorce, it's terrible. You know, I'm not about to say it. Anything other than that, it is just terrible. And what our listeners don't know is that you went through divorce while undergoing chemo, or you decided second, to do. Div- yeah, yeah. Wild. Second round of chemo. I knew that I needed to call it off and honorably 
call it off and just say that I needed to feel better. And there were things that, that needed to be done. And it was, uh, you, you don't really do that during chemo treatment, but when it becomes really apparent that there needs to be a shift. And I was very proud of myself. It was the hardest thing I had ever done with a young little one, five years old, six years old. Mm -hmm. But I knew my life depended on me taking really good care of myself Mm -hmm. so that I could be really, really there and present for my daughter. And it, I had a lot of people tell me, oh, you've got to meditate. Go ahead. Go now that you, you know, all this stuff has happened and I've got, I got 10 books the same, the same, the four agreements. Yeah. So I was like, what the heck? Why am I getting all these four agreement books? Don't take anything personally. Do your best, be impeccable with your word and don't make assumptions. I was like, really? You're supposed to live your life like that? Yeah, seriously. Sounds Ooh, great, but thanks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got 10 of them. So it was really, you know, it was eye-opening and, and somebody gave me a little stick it, sticky and, and it said, shut up and meditate. And I just looked at that for a while and I thought, how funny is this? I'm getting a lot of signs that A, I've got to slow down. B, I've got to take good care of myself. C, what do you eat? What was I eating? I was, you know, running around traveling as a a disruptor in the fashion industry, being booked everywhere around the world, talking and communicating and listening to what women were saying and men were saying and and kids were saying and reflecting reflecting it back out. It was the most magnificent time, but I was not really conscious about a few things. And when I started thinking, and I've always been athletic, but when I got hit with the divorce and the whole rigmarole of it, the, the, the logistics of a divorce, separate families and all that, I found that if I didn't walk or if I didn't um, move I couldn't get rid of the willies, like my extra energy. And I didn't want to implode. I don't want to take it out on myself. Emmy, if you ask any one of my clients or anybody in my audience who follows and listens to me, the number one thing I recommend, start moving. Like I I have always been an, an avid exerciser because of my body issues. But in my marriage towards the end, I felt that I couldn't have that opportunity. So when I did get separated... The first thing I did, and it's so cliche, was I joined a kickboxing class. It was the only thing that made me feel strong physically and mentally. And I would leave this class feeling like, who run the world? Me. Because (laughs) the endorphins, right? Like the Elwood endorphins. And this is, I preach this to everybody and it sounds so simple that it almost sounds like a joke, right? Like feeling bad, get out and take a walk. It literally shifts so much. It shifts so much. I was invited to Olympic trials for rowing. So I was a rower, that crazy, crazy group of people that row every single day and they're not Beautiful sport, yeah. So it's a beautiful sport. It's the most beautiful love. I love the sport. However, I had just transitioned from that type of an athlete to someone that got benefit to walking and not looking at walking going, pshaw, that's only walking. Uh-huh. <laughs> now it is a vital part of my life 
that I must be outside. I must be walking. And even if it's lightly raining, if it snows, I get my snowshoes and I am the happiest person that you can find. I, I beg my friends to go get them because I know from your nose to your toes, you get warm. Yes, it's going to be cold at first, but there's something about what you just said that you feel victorious, that you've conquered something because there's happy endorphins flying yes. around and yes. you feel good. So it, impa- it impacts that the movement part and the mind settle with meditation. Mm-hmm. Even though we don't think of that as a physical act, we're actually rewiring the way our brains always going back to the negative, what we've done wrong, all the guilt, all the shame. I said, I want that done. Mm-hmm. I have already lived that life. I am in my present moment and I want to find peace. And I'm yes. going to be the warrior for peace in my life. And it it can't be from anybody else. No, because you it know, can't. going through divorce is the most not peaceful time of your life, right? So you owe it to yourself. But here's where it gets really messed up for us. And I experienced it myself. I came out of a marriage where, you know, towards the end of a marriage, there is no more affection. And I felt gross. I look back and it's like one of those things, like I wish I were as fat as I thought I was, you know, when I looked at those pictures, I was in great shape, but I did not, it was mental. I did not feel good about myself. I now had a post baby body. I had the C-section lump that everybody gets. And I was, my, my main concern was like, how, how am I ever going to let somebody else see me or touch me or be with me again when I feel this way? And so many women go through the same thing. And now that I've been through it, I can give the speech of, well, a man that you're going to meet at this stage in your life is not worried about how tight your abs are, but it's all mental. And so how do you help, how do you help women get through that part? Cause it's, it's hard for so many of us. And then if you add on the body issues, a lot of us grew up with, it's even harder. It's, it's the goddess stepping in, allowing the goddess, your goddess, you to step in and say, this bump that I have from C-section, God bless it, man. God mm-hmm. bless that my body produced this baby and all that comes with it. Yup. We see all these ads showing us that someone bounced back so fast or not seeing the trainers, not seeing the kind of nutrition that they're getting made while their whole busy lives are going on. They have highest nutrition. So when you eat really high nutrition, you're juicing and you're eating fresh, 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 delicious, you're going to drop weight very quickly. But sometimes that's not the answer. That's not that's we can't compare our lives to those people. So when we're we are everyday people, our boobs are engorged, our hips are wider, our tummy is the way it is. My God, that's a part of the process as it should be. Mm-hmm. And when we are we are taking embracing our goddess and allowing if any if we're treating ourselves really well at the shoulder, you know, from the height to the shoulder to below, when we're doing our very best with mental um, breaks for ourselves when we're raising our children, taking time and getting that sitter to come or family to come just for an evening so that you can go and have a cocktail or two with a girlfriend or go to a museum or go walk on your own in another place. When you're treating yourself really well, any time that a low thought or or a negative thought or an old thought comes in below the belt, you just say, wait a minute. That's not where I'm living right now. That's the goddess coming in to step in for you saying, 
I treat myself so much better and I choose to feel better. It's like you have to talk to yourself. Yeah. It, it might seem like a little crazy, but if there's no one around, you must. And I've done this. This is the way that I do it. So I'm just sharing what I do. No, I love that. For me, it's I leave myself sticky notes on my bathroom mirror. Get grease pens. I have a whole thing. I invite, I have salons at my house every uh, once a month on Wednesdays. And I've been blessed to be able to have a bunch of different women come, poets, authors, um, activists, that kind of thing. And we all get together. But always we have little dishes of these grease pens in front of these big mirrors that I have. And I say, everybody share a mirror because there's not enough for each person. I say, write love letters to yourself. Short phrases with flowers and all this. And I take pictures of them and I send it to them so that they have it when they go home. And I said, now you, you can do that at home. And if anybody makes fun of you, just forgive them and say, (laughs) why don't you do it for yourself? So I don't know if you know yet, but I went ahead and did a thing. I wrote myself a little book and it's going to be available to all of you in January of 2022. That's just a few months away. And I am so excited for you to be able to get your hands on it. It's called Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice on Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict and Becoming Your Best Self. Now, I bet you're wondering what it's all about. That's a great question. It's pretty much like a what to expect when you're getting divorced, a how-to guide for moms, if you will. Here's what the professionals say. Moms Moving On is filled with practical, actionable, and empowering advice from someone who has been through it and has come out the other side. Through Michelle's guidance, you'll learn how to navigate your divorce with confidence, adjust to life as a single mother, and shift your perspective to find your way back to your best self. From co-parenting to dating as a single mother, you'll learn how to truly move on and create the life you deserve. Yes, you will. Ladies, check it out now on my website, momsmovingon.com, and you can pre-order it so you can be the first to get your hands on it. So Emmy, something I really want to bring up with you is, well, first of all, we're in a time in social media and in the world where curves are in. You know, it's like embrace your curves, love your body, embrace um, yourself. Yeah. Embrace yourself or not. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. JLo, Kim Kardashian, all of a sudden, as I was like torturing myself, I we've come to this place where it's okay to have a little extra something there, which is what most women after babies are worried about. But we still have to raise daughters in a society where what you look like is very important, despite whether they're accepting extra pounds now or not. How, what is the messaging that you recommend we give to our girls while we're all struggling with our own body image in some way, shape, or form? How do we tackle that? How have you tackled it with your own daughter who seems on appearance from social media to be this, you know, beautiful, empowered woman? I'm sure thanks to you. She came into this world with her own agenda. So I was there only to herald it along, but um, thank you. I, what I modeled, and I'm not talking about being in the modeling industry, what I modeled at home was 
not talking about other people and breaking them down with what kind of bodies they had, what skin color mm -hmm. they had, what income level they had, what what friends they had. It just talked about the qualities that attracted me to my girlfriends. Um, and I had diverse friends in my life that I leaned on and showed real friendship with. I also modeled that when I would get dressed or that she was hanging out in the bedroom and seeing me, you know, get, get dressed, um, that it wasn't about my body, that I wasn't going to tear myself apart, that I would just normalize my curves and normalize my thighs, not, not even bringing it up, but just owning it. I think you normalize it, it by not even making it an issue, right? Like That's right. That's correct. The less that we say, the better off it is. Because when, when I was growing up, my mom was my goddess. Oh, I, I thought that she was so beautiful. And it would concern me that when she would get dressed and she would smell so good and she was going out and then she'd do the final smooth down and she'd grab her thighs and say, I hope you don't get these. And I'd be like, but I'm your daughter. You're so beautiful. Why are you doing that to yourself? Like I was little and I remember yeah. thinking how strange, you know? Um, and then I understood, uh, once I got older, I was like, well, I have the same thighs, but I think of a much better relationship with them because they, <laughs> they, I had to work on it. I, you yeah. know, it's repeat, repeat, repeat. So it's very much like this, Michelle. It reminds me of a really bad song that comes on the radio and you go, oh my God, I can't, I can't stand that song. And then you hear it again and then you hear it again and then you hear it again and you start singing the song. Right. So it's all about repetition and what you're going to have on repeat in your playlist, your mental playlist, your physical playlist. What are you going to expose yourself on a regular basis to keep the vibe high? to walk away from low vibes, people, foods, situations, whatever, keep the vibe high. I and love it might, that. right. It's so simple, but it's when you become your own advocate and the kids see you, like I took Toby to a March for women in DC. She was very, very young. And we were walking with Gloria Steinem and Bella and all these different people that, that she did not know who they were, but it was monumental for her to know that in order to have certain rights or maintain the rights that we have in this country, we not only have to use our voice with each other within the family, um, and sometimes we have to use our voice with our friends and with the men that are in our lives and women that are in our lives, but we have to use it together nationally. Yeah. Um, so it flows from there. So she does her own marches. She's gone on marches with me for different things. Um, and when she, I think it's a, uh, when young people are hit the age of 10, 11, 12, girls go through this, boobs start to appear, hips yeah. start to get thicker, um, tummies are what they are. But usually if a, a little one is about to grow to almost be six feet, they're going to be rounded at a certain time. And I think parents freak out that their child, because of stigma and stereotype and myths, that their child is going to have this life being fat. And I said, well, let's break the word fat down because it, it's not a bad word at all, but we use it in such a demeaning way. And if you're not educated, to educated in the growth and development of a human body, where's someone going to get that height if they don't have a, you know, the 
all the powers that be to, to get that height, those muscles, those tendons to grow and stretch. Mm-hmm. Because I know there's certain parents that, and I, you know, I'm also a life coach and a body image coach. And when I talk to parents that are just so nervous that their eight-year-old, their seven-year-old is just too round, I said, do you understand that they have a whole body to grow into? Yeah. Just please be kind and gentle to yourself so that what you observe and what you see around you, you be kind and gentle to that as well. And those girlfriend, it is the hardest job I've ever had to do is teach a girl, my girl, my only child to love her body while I'm still working on coming to terms with mine. So I I appreciate that so much. Mm. We have to, in order to help somebody else, we have to first dig in and be blessed, work on blessings, a little things first. And then you start seeing, you start thinking more and more positively, doing the drinking enough water, mm-hmm. staying away from more than a cup of coffee because that adrenaline, your adrenals are on high gear. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we start thinking Whoops. crazy. And it's like, what are we putting into our bodies that's going to give us that nice high vibe, that feeling of like confidence? And how are we going to be able to take ourselves out of that dip? When you feel a dip happening, get up, walk around your house and say, I like feeling good. I love feeling good. Being and more than that, I yep. love that I'm healthy because every day that I am, I'm alive and healthy is such a freaking blessing in this world. Our bodies depend on the soul inside. Mm-hmm. to take care of it so that it can be on this earth healthy and well and vibrant and you know attracting all good things to us the soul and the body together so when we forget and we walk from the neck up and we forget about the body and we're like oh, I don't know, we, you know i don't have to think about that yeah, you, we've got to think about our soul, about our body, and about our mind on a ver- every single day, if not all every hour, and check in and say, where am I at? How am I doing? Because if we're waiting for our husbands or our boyfriends or our partners to do that for us, and we get really mad and our blame is going, you're not doing this for me. You're not doing that for me. Yes, you know, there, that could be the case. And okay, you might have to recalibrate. But when you stop and you even with anybody that's in your life, I have a little pillow. I'm meditating. When, when Tobu was younger, when that pillow was on the door, it better be darn right important. And I'm not talking, you can't find a baby. You can't find your baby or the stroller. Right. My meditation was so important after illness. And I, it still is really important, but I had to get into my practice getting out for a hike or a walk after dinner, get her into the stroller, that made me feel better. It And it's so all good. about that, first and yeah. foremost. And letting, you know, picking up the kids, listening in the backseat, listening to what's going on in the backseat, having dinners around the dinner table, invite mm-hmm. the friends, have them help set up, help them help clean up, in, have them come sleep over, let there be so that you're involved in your kids' lives, even though you're so busy as a single, I'm, I'm talking as the perspective as a single mom, yeah. you know, you're, you're a part of it. You hear the issues, you 
you then have sidebar conversations, not intrusively saying, you know, I heard this person is cutting. I heard that person's restricting. I heard that person, you know, she, she finished the entire dessert. What's going on at home? Telltale signs that things are going on. Something's happening in a child's life. And just being kinder to ourselves, we then open up the aperture to what's going on around us and just blessings all the way for our bodies. And, you know, when you're feeling tired or, or if you're finding that you're going out for a hard workout after a piece of pie or after a meal, check in body dysmorphia. What am I doing? What am I showing my girls or my boys? And boys are, boys are going through their own issue because of free porn on internet and they're being Mm -hmm. exposed too young and then they feel that they have to have all the body dynamics of this and to have a, a, a relationship and the way they handle women it's just like we've got to get ourselves away from devices yeah it's very very very, so very difficult yep it is and it is affecting our body image and our self-esteem from age after zero, you know, one or two, when the parents start giving devices to kids, just occupy. If we can stop that and really work on as a child grows, what to, you know, uh, get them busy. But when you have people on devices like this, and we're seeing now because of um, the whistleblower Hagen and the research that's there, babies to those who are grandparents and beyond are all being affected and being manipulated with body image and self-esteem issues based on algorithms. Now, the power Mm -hmm. of the purse is really important. We got to remember that we're in charge. We can hit on or we can hit off. And there lies a huge problem with knowing that how often are you going to check your your cell phone? Is it a couple times a day? I think you're going to feel so much better. Do you need to delete stuff? That might be helpful. Um, I know my daughter has to delete a few things from time to time when she's continually goes down the the rabbit hole when she gets on. She's like, I don't want anyone running my life. So being aware, stopping, slowing the roll, not trying to fill your day to feel good about yourself with stuff and things, but to just be like, I am here right now. And what can I do for myself? Put yourself at the top of the list. You have to, it's crucial. And now we can't talk anymore without mentioning your Emmy style sign up. Yes, absolutely. Listeners, so I, take note. <laughs> Um, please go on to Emmy Style and sign up for a newsletter, emmestyle.com. I'm working on a really um, important program that I'll be launching in the next couple of months on body image at all different stages. And if you find that you would like to learn a little bit more about the whys and what you can do to make yourself make yourself happy and content and fit right into who, your space in this world, turn on some lights into some dark places. I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love for you to be on the newsletter so that when it's uh, launched, um, you can communicate with me and we'll get you started. Well, I know I'm signing up because this is something that's so valuable to me. This conversation was very valuable to me. Yeah. 
Thank you, Michelle. And the official Emmy, please join me on Instagram. That's where I'm at as well. Yes, I'm going to be working more on Facebook. I haven't really, but I really need to. But right now I'm on the official Emmy on Instagram. I, if you're listening, you know that I've been um, sharing and shouting her out on Instagram for a while now. So please follow. I'll be linking all of this, including the sign up for the email list, because I think that's really important. And the most important thing here is to love and trust your body especially when you are in the throes of divorce and adjusting to single parenthood, because you only have one of those bodies and you need to That's treat right. it well. It's let's make it our best friend. Let's Absolutely. work on that. Let's do Absolutely. that together. Let's do that together. The best thing we can do for ourselves. Emmy, thank you. This was one of the best conversations I've had in a long time. I am honored mm. for your time. Can't believe I'm getting FaceTime with you. This is crazy. <laughs> To everyone listening, thank you for being here. You know how much I love and value you. We'll see you next time. Imagine a place to get all of the resources you need and deserve while going through the divorce process, from legal and mediation tips to expert co-parenting advice and heartbreak healing words of wisdom. Imagine a place that offered weekly words of wisdom and inspiration curated just for you by me to help motivate you and make you feel seen throughout the toughest days of your divorce journey. Imagine if that place also provided you with the opportunity to connect with other moms who are going through the exact same thing as you. That place exists and it's called the Moms Moving On membership community. With two membership options, you are guaranteed to find your village and thrive in this next phase of your life. Visit my website, momsmovingon.com and click on become a member to join our community now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.